1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are closing in on the loan signing of Jermaine Defoe As well as a return to Ibrox for Stephen Davis Alfredo Morelos will face no disciplinary action after Saturday's Old Firm game And is it approaching decision time for Scott Brown on his Celtic future? I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well three days into the new year, Gordon and Stephen Gerrard looks to have made the first significant move in this transfer window Which is going to be very interesting for both clubs You know, moves for Steve Davis looking to be completed and Jermaine Defoe's a big one Adding another goal scorer will be a huge coup for Rangers And you wonder what Brendan Rodgers will do to retaliate But no doubt about it, Jermaine Defoe comes with a wealth experience A striker who knows how to score goals I think he'll be a, a very good signing for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he'll be a terrific signing because the one thing, no matter where he's been, he knows how to get the goals. He knows how to score goals. He's a natural finisher, Gordon. I know he's 36, but I think a lot of Rangers fans are delighted with that news today. And I just wonder if it's in Stephen Gerrard's mind now, because Morelis is his top man just now, to go with a different formation, maybe try two up top. And what a handful they two would be So looking forward to that uh, I think that'll be a great bit of business The first Super Scoreboard of 2019 of course uh, Scottish football just tends to outdo itself year on year We're in a, we're in a brilliant place at the moment Mark Wilson mm. um, It's almost a shame that we've got this winter break It, it does leave a bit of time for lots of transfers And uh, a bit of rest for the teams But uh, I think everyone will be desperate to get back going again Yeah, I mean it has been frantic I can't remember a season like this The first half of the year has been so extraordinary um, we're used to In recent years Celtic running away with the title Aberdeen okay Been there thereabouts But never really pushed them um, And the rest falling away Now We have Four teams All actually competing People say oh, Is there a title race? Well <laughs> There's a big title race on And at this moment in time It's not just between two sides um, There's been so many Incidences, you know, the SAF wave had to look at so many things in the first half of the year, and we've kicked off today with them looking at certain incidences again and coming to a, a decision that not all will agree with. Um, it's just been a wonderful season, and we can only hope that the second half of the season, you know, repeats what the first half served up. Yeah, I think uh, we're all excited about this uh, part of the season now, Gordon. One. I think fans up and down the country always watch to see new players come in, new signings, what moves the clubs are making. Rangers have made a big move today. Obviously, Celtic will be in the transfer market as well. Aberdeen, they'll all be trying to strengthen. Uh, so it will be exciting. And then this is going to be, once it kicks back in again, it's going to be the most important because as much as I'm delighted for teams like Kilmarnock and Hearts are still in there, Aberdeen are up there, I just think it's between the, the, the big two anyway And they will strengthen and obviously bring a bit of quality Do you have any New Year's resolutions you're willing to share with everyone? Um, <laughs> I'm just curious No, no, really no? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with my life Are you? Alright, that's double checking <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not judging my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondered if you were planning any changes at this time though I, I, I might do a wee bit more exercise But I do a lot of exercise and 
try and keep my golf up as well. So wasn't as exciting as I was hoping. I was well, hoping for something a bit out there. We'll get back to you I'll in an hour and a half. That wasn't what I was getting at, but since you said it. Right, over to you. 01419511025. Let's get 2019 up and running on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are on Twitter, remember at Clyde SSB as well. Uh, absolutely no doubt we will be talking about Alfredo Morelos. Tonight I would imagine Let's just kick off With Jermaine Defoe um, it's, it's hot off the press If you like Breaking news this afternoon uh, That he is set to join Rangers On an 18 month loan deal uh, Hope Everything going to plan He joins up with the team In Tenerife um, Stephen Davis by the way That could be done in time For him to join up as well So Rangers fans Or anyone else What are your thoughts On Jermaine Defoe 0141 951 1025 Let us know right now Mark Wilson Um 36 year old Jermaine Defoe A whole host of clubs I mean you could run through them West Ham Tottenham a couple of times Portsmouth Most recently Bournemouth A spell at Sunderland In between I mean Over Over 200 league goals Most of them in yeah. the English Premier League Can you see him being a success up here? Uh, listen It's hard not to see him a, a success up here Now I understand that Certain people have come up here before um, And failed And you think Oh he's a big name He did it in England He must succeed I think Defoe's Different. I think he's a, a natural finisher Like you say The amount of goals he's scored um, Over 200 goals At that level Is incredible 36 He still looks like he, he looks after himself Have a look at Kenny Miller Who's done it up here Who's 30 Is he 37, 38 Kenny Miller You know he's doing it mm. uh, In Scotland still Jermaine Defoe's done it At the top level in England There's no doubt He can do it in Scotland I mean Mark's right Gordon In the sense that Just because you've done it In English Premier League There are no guarantees mm. Having said that He does just strike you as A prolific goal scorer And someone who Mark says Might be 36 But looks like he's He's still in good shape Looks like he's still sharp yeah, he does all. <coughs> sorry, he does all his work inside the box. Gone. He's just got a knack of going to the right place at the right time, and when he gets in front of goals, he's he's prolific. You've got to say that about him. Uh, he works hard for the team as well. He's had a host of clubs. He brings experience. I think he could be a great help mm. for Morelos as well. Uh, I think that could be a big plus. But um, I think that will be an exciting partnership if if they play the two. Mm. I can't see him coming up here for eighteen months. Just maybe sitting on the bench with Morelos playing up mm. top his cell. So it's, whether it's a bit of cover or whether it's a change of system, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it is an 18 month loan deal which would cover the, the rest of his Bournemouth contract. There are a couple of recall options within that, but um, as it as it stands, or you know, the outset, it would look as if Jermaine Defoe would come up here very soon in the coming days and stay for the next 18 months. So come on, let's get your thoughts on that one. 0141 951 1025. Uh, let's speak to Ian, who's in Maryhill. Hi, Ian. Good evening, panel. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, Ian. As a Rangers fan, what are your thoughts on Jermaine Defoe? Is that one that excites you? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, he's got an, he's got unquestionable pedigree. He's done it at the highest level. Very exciting to get a big name in board. What, what about Gordon's suggestion or, or questioning about, I mean, would you imagine him and Morelos playing together or is it about one or the other using them both at different times and perhaps Morelos learning uh, from Defoe? No, I, I agree with you, Gordon, actually. I think that Morelos is, is obviously completely cemented his place as a starting striker, but I think that um, I think that Defoe could support him in that. Not just on the park, but off the park as well. So, you know, I think Morelos as a player has got so much room to grow and I think that Defoe can only help that. That's a fair point, Mark Wilson. Is, is that a 
another aspect I mean the, the priority is going to be Can Jermaine Defoe come and play well himself And score goals himself But ultimately If everyone is already Everyone at Rangers already delighted with Alfredo Morelos He's still very young Surely he can learn off someone of like that Yeah of course I mean there's always improvement for a, a player like Morelos You know goals Isn't just all Being a striker's about There's a lot more uh, the game than just scoring goals so Morelos still has loads of development to come from him and if you're playing against or playing with a guy and training with a guy who's played at that top level roundabout top professionals for so many years then of course you're going to learn from him um, I, I think the most interesting point is, is the one that Gordon makes though I mean if Steven Gerrard does go for the two up front how does Morelos react to that is it a positive thing or does it take a wee bit away from his game? I, I think Morelos loves the scrap. I think he loves being that guy who he knows if the ball's in the attacking third, he's the one that's battling and, and he, he thrives in that. I just wonder with a striker playing beside him, if it's going to benefit him, if it'll take a wee bit of pressure off him or if it takes a wee bit away from his game. Ian, obviously, so, yeah, on you go, Ian, carry on. Uh, I don't think he'll play alongside him, uh, Mark. I think he will, I think he will play... You know, occasional times, and I think that Alfredo needs support in that respect because he's played to death at the moment. And I think that yeah. he could really benefit from getting rested from some games, uh, and I think that's where uh, Jermaine Defoe will help out. Gordon, it's obviously a, he's a huge name, huge mm-hmm. reputation, played at a high level. I think everyone knows that. Does that is this a is it a, a you know a symbol of Rangers' intent? Is that the way you see it? Is, is this a marquee signing? Is this? Is this a statement from Rangers As if to say Okay we've got ourselves level With Celtic on points They've played the game more But we're still in this And this is the type of signing That that can kick us on To the next step Yeah, yeah I think it's a massive statement Because they're in the market For two English Premier League players Okay you can say that Defoe's not going to his game At Bournemouth But he's experienced In the, the games he's played in He's an England international Stephen Davis I've been at Rangers Played in the, the Premier League as well so it is a bit of a statement And plus the fact It's reported Roughly that he's on A hundred odd grand Yeah I think it's a bit less But still yeah. it's, it's still a nice amount it's, it's big, <laughs> Comfortable it's big, amount For Daz I You'll get by with that I'll get by with that But it's big money So there's a big investment Because Rangers I know they'll not pick up no. All the money Gordon We know that the way the, the loan system works But it's still a big investment so it really is pushing the boat out And I think the Rangers fans must be delighted with that Well the thing is Yeah you actually said it It's two top professionals in the English Premier League Whether a year ago Or you know, or, or in recent times Rangers have went for young loan players Not household names The difference now yeah. Is that they're sitting level on points And they're actually making moves in the transfer market That we're actually chatting about at top of the show It's such a difference Ian, I suppose the way to look at any transfer window Is can you come out of it stronger than you went in? And we don't have a crystal ball We've no idea how successful or otherwise Stephen Davis um, or Jermaine Defoe would be But you would have to imagine Even Rangers' biggest critics would have to imagine That Stephen Davis is an upgrade on Ejaria And Jermaine Defoe is an upgrade on Umar Sadiq That's the reality, is is it not Ian? Well, that's a, that's a good point. You mean, I seen that on Twitter, actually, uh, earlier in the week. Um, anyone that doesn't see Davis and Defoe as an upgrade on Ejaria and Sadiq is crazy. And I think that's true, actually. Um, would you upgrade your, your prediction for the for the season? I would upgrade mine. I said that I thought Rangers would sort of be in the fight till the end, but mm. I think they can go on and win it now. 
Oh, is no, this enough to make you change your we, mind, Gordon? We spoke back in last month. Uh -huh. Gordon, I don't think you'll remember me, but I do, um, and I do remember you. I think I remember you said twelve points, or, or a, at a canter or something like that. I think you said, would you change that now? Um, I'm, I'm not Saturday and the, the transfer activity no, the last twenty four hours. No, because I think Celtic will uh, go and spend big as well, and I think they'll bring in quality. I think it's really exciting, Ian. Um, I think it'll be closer than you uh, had previously well, I, thought I had about nine points um, But I'm not just going to change my mind On one game last week at Ibrox Where I thought Rangers were absolutely brilliant um, I think Celtic will strengthen And I think Celtic just with the squad And everybody being together I think they will go on and win the title But I'm like everybody else I'm excited about it I think it will be a lot closer than I said But I still, if I've got my last penny I think I'd bet Celtic Ah, there we are. That was Ian in Maryhill. 0141 We are also on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Alec McMillan says Defoe's an outstanding signing, definite uh, signing of intent. Uh, what else have we got here? Mm, yeah, various others coming in along those lines. <laughs> Robert Coates says You can hear the hurt in Mark Wilson's voice. He plays oh, down everything. <laughs> Yeah, he's hurting. He's, <laughs> he's distraught, Robert. He's absolutely distraught. Mm. Um, I mean, listen. There is obviously There's always a What's the word that, that, You know a theory does, does, does this mean that Morelos is moving on or, or, or do you have to assume That it's for them both To be together Gordon I think it's for Them both to be together And you can throw Lafferty into the mix as well So they've They've got different options Now Rangers And that's what they needed But you You touched on a great point Gordon Just now They're a lot stronger Before the window opened You know You look at Sadiq Who I felt sorry for a lad at Hamden. Um, he was just out his depth here. It didn't suit him. Ijari, um, I wanted to go back down to Liverpool. That was Mark's favourite player. But when you you replace him with the quality that Rangers have went in and mm. got, you can you'll see the difference. And I think that will excite everybody that supports Rangers. Ryan's a Rangers fan in the Gorbals. What do you think, Ryan? Hi guys, happy New Year. Yeah, same happy to you, Ryan. Uh, it was just to touch on the, the Defoe signing Firstly, I think it's a cracking signing When we get linked to him um, Earlier in the season In the summer window I was skipping I thought he would come up here And do a great job for us Because look, he's already touched on Every every team he's went to He's done it um, But I think that What Rangers have done Is the fact he's really Kind of sharp and smart In the sense that Worst case scenario We've already got the option of being able to play two up front now, we have in Lafferty is an option on off the bench, right? But that gives also a wee bit of security if come the end of the window, a Chinese mob come in and say, right, there's 10 million to use Lanka. Now we're at a stage where we can say, right, we can take the 10 million, we've already got a replacement. What can we do in the last two days to get somebody extra? And that's what I'm thinking. I think Gerard wants to start playing two up front and be more expansive and take the game to teams. What do you think, Gordon? Um, I, you, could, you could have a point. Um, he seems to favour the 4 3 3 um, with the two white guys supplying for a, the lone striker. But he's, he's definitely gets options. And, you know, it puts Lafferty, in my opinion, down the pecking order. Um, I think it'll be Morelos and Defoe, or, you know, if he just goes with the one striker, he can give Morelos a little bit of a, a rest because the boys played a lot of football. And sometimes watching him, he looks like a guy that. Needs a, a hand He needs someone up there To take a little bit of weight off him Mark's right He loves the fight He loves the battle But sometimes It's a long season 
And you just need a little bit of a rest So I think it's a great bit of business And if Davis comes in as well I think that's an, another great bit of I business I tell you what, Ryan makes a good point though Because if someone does come in At the tail end of that window That's going to tell us everything What Stephen Gerrard and Rangers Really think about this title challenge Because if it's 8 to 10 million And you're serious about winning the title For the first time in a long time Then you don't sell them You keep them and you say Well we'll see how If there's another bid in the summer But I'm keeping this guy What what about Ryan's point though That perhaps you could If if Defoe was there Whereas without Defoe Then you 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 really couldn't uh, do that If you had any aspirations I I mean because Defoe's May have done it in England But at that time At the end of January He's only going to be at the club For what Two and a half weeks Whether you've got a guy Morelos Who you know Can do it At this level In this league So Would you gamble? I mean I, I, I get that there's There's backup I get there's a, a partner But would you gamble And let your Your 20 goal uh, Striker go at this stage? And you go right Right, so I understand exactly what you're saying, Mark, but you've got to remember Morelos has only been in this league for over a season. He was a young boy who came to this league yeah. and he, he hit the ground after two weeks. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Defoe has got way more weight behind him, more experience behind him, and he's a proven goal scorer. And he's only coming up the road to Glasgow. So that point I think you're making, he's, he's going to do it. 100% he's going to do it. I'll come back on the end of the season, I guarantee he's got 15 goals. Okay, that was Ryan in the Gorbals 01419511025. No disciplinary action to be taken against Alfredo Morelos or anyone else for that matter after the game between Rangers and Celtic at the weekend. We'll get stuck right into that after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, our first of the new year. It's great to be back and we'd love to have you join us. So give us a call on the phones or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Uh, that's what Paul's done. He says it'll be interesting to see how Celtic react. He says Defoe's quality, if a little old in footy years, if Rogers wants to keep fans happy, you need to try and trump this deal. Uh, Snooker Loopy's on as a Rangers fan and says the club must know Morelos is off ski in the summer. Defoe will be our striker next season. 0141 in the phones. Uh, let's talk Alfredo Morelos. He won't face any retrospective punishment following a couple of uh, clashes, incidents, call them what you will. During the game against Celtic on Saturday um, There was a, a, a kick, if you like, at Scott Brown There was the, the incident with Anthony Ralston And uh, one in the, the, the nether region is that, what, mm-hmm. is that what you're calling it these yeah. days? Um, on Ryan Christie So anyway, all three alleged offences Offences? Offences um, were, were seen by John Beaton And, and that's why there's, there's no action So um, we sometimes get bogged a bit down in, in the process We've been through this a number of times this season That is it in a nutshell, Gordon, the referee says he saw all three incidents, and therefore it goes no further. Yep. It's got nothing to do with the three-man panel of ex-referees. It's actually got very little to do with the compliance officer either. John Beaton saw them, and 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 that, <laughs> that essentially is where where the matter closes. Of course, you can debate those decisions. Mm-hmm. You can say, well, I think John Beaton should have seen them differently, but 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 that's what happens in terms of the process. Surprised or not surprised? Uh, very surprised. Uh, very surprised that John Beaton as a referee seen all them and didn't take action. He's very lucky to stay in the pitch. He's Which tried. one in particular? I, I think I think um I think <laughs> the three of them, to be <laughs> honest with you, but but 
he's he's I don't know what he's doing with the Ralph. So I can I can understand the the Scott Brown one. He's he's kicked out f- fine, right? Frustration, but the Ralston one. He he's planned. He he knows what he's doing, Gordon. We've been in this game a long time. He knows what he's doing, and he's been silly because. It could have taken mm. everything away from the Rangers' performance and the result. And if he he lets his teammates mm. down, I like players that have got a bit of fire in their belly. And Morelos is that sort of player. Mark was saying earlier, he loves the battles, he loves the fights, and and he stands up for himself. But mm. he's got to watch his behaviour. Chris is a Rangers fan in Dumbarton. Been hanging on quite a while. Chris, what do you, what do you make of that news today? In agreement, I would guess, as a Rangers fan. Hi, good evening, panel. Um, yeah. Uh, I- I think I've been on the show a few times last year um, and at times I've been critical of um, Morelos' behaviour um, and also of the inconsistency with our referees and the subsequent panels they go to or whatever. Um, this time I think that the referee on the day and the, the subsequent review uh, by the SFA to you know to obviously look at it and decide that you know John Beaton seen it's so no further action. I think it's all absolutely spot on this time. Um, my reason behind that is that all three incidents that occurred um, was it petulance in the behalf of Morelos? Yeah, absolutely. But in my opinion, neither um, incident constituted um, excessive force, which I believe is the the term they used to you know to to determine what would constitute a red card. So in, in my opinion, it was right on the day, and the fact that no further action has been taken yeah. is also spot on. Yeah, we've become quite familiar with some of the terms, Mark Wilson. Uh, jo- John is Chris. Sorry, is right in terms of. Excessive force is what we talk about when it comes to violent conduct And we've been through this a million times this season With Morelos actually at the start of the season With Alan McGregor and so on um, the, the only one that doesn't really fall into that category Would be the one on Ryan Christie um, People will naturally compare it to Stephen McLean Remember the, the, mm-hmm. the grab yeah. on yeah. Abui yeah. Karasi um, Because it's that area of the body There is no need, if you can call it that, for excessive force So that, that would be the only one that's different What's your, what's your take? Well, yeah, you've got that one But I think the stamp Is excessive force On Ralston I think if you're stamping someone And Gordon just touched on it A minute ago Didn't need to do it Wasn't as though He was in the way And he was You know, he stood in him accidentally He knew what he was doing For me That's mm. excessive force I'm now beginning to think That there's been a rule change With the referees Because It's got to the stage that I'm seeing some of these things now And I can't get my head round some of them have had a second look from a, a panel And they say Nothing Nothing happens John Beaton on the day Who's supposed to be one of our top referees Says he saw three incidences And doesn't think it's anything So I'm beginning to think that There's some different rule set with our referees Because They're getting so many of these wrong In my opinion I, I just can't see how The stamp can't be deemed excessive force And the one you see in Christie also Is it doesn't need to do it And Stephen McLean Gets done For similar And you're going Well how can that add up Possibly What do you think Chris? Well I mean The the point is That there have been A number of inconsistent decisions Across the course of the year I completely agree with that But in this instance I think Beaton had an absolutely Brilliant game um, On uh, Saturday There And I, I, I would disagree with Mark I, I, I don't think there's, there's much in Either of the instances for professional footballers, that there's mm. not that much contact, and yeah, they're petulant. But in, in my opinion, it, it, it wouldn't constitute but excessive it, force. He didn't even get a yellow card the full game. For, 
Yeah, and he was at the, the centre. Yeah, because Chris is talking about you know violent conduct, uh, excessive force, red card offences, yeah. and yet we don't give out retrospective yellows, so, so yeah. that can't happen. Um, but if you're talking about the incidents at the time, is is that the bit that yeah, surprises no, you? Then I'm, no, I'm, I'm I'm disagreeing with Chris. Where he, in his opinion, he thinks John Beaton had a, a terrific game. I'm looking at those things and they've been highlighted in social media and in the press and it's went to, you know, a review today. Yet he's not even been yellow carded. You know, so... I mean, we can't give it retrospective yellow card, but surely, if he's not going to get sent off for one of them, he certainly should have been booked for the amount of talking up process, if anything. Let's get the thoughts of John and Coat Bridge, who's a Celtic fan. Hi, John. Hi, guys. Happy New Year, guys. Obviously, I don't think that guy Chris must have played football. As Gordon put out, see, especially the Ralston man, he knew exactly what he was doing. You see, I, I didn't actually see that Gordon right. I, I watched the highlights of it, and he knew exactly what he was doing. He's huddled over the guy with his left foot and stamped on him his right. And I, I just wonder what Rangers players actually have got to do this year. To, uh, some of the things they've got away with. McGregor's got away with two things, and that's Morelos three plus the one at Aberdeen, which is maybe another at Aberdeen. It was a bloody push in that right. But I don't know what, the, what they've got to do to get banned. As Matt said, so can, can I but is, is he gone, see, so, see the compliance officer, see if he looks at that. Can he not she. Um, still do something because the referee says it's nothing was done? I, mean, I thought they were there to look at the game as well and uh, go and talk to the referees as well. well. well they're I not, just don't understand. They're not there to re-referee the game, John. What they're oh, there no, for... No, I'm just trying to explain, just an answer to your question. I'm not saying I, I agree. I'm just telling you the way the process works. So these... It's only for unseen incidents And that can mean a couple of things um, That can obviously mean that you, you, you didn't see it at all As in your back was turned and it was behind you Or you didn't see the part of the incident Which would equal a sending off offence Do you remember Darian McKinnon? Do you remember Hamilton Ackes against Kilmarnock? Yeah. Yeah. He flew in in the middle of the park He was given a yellow card at the time So the referee saw it mm-hmm. But the referee didn't see enough of it If that makes sense And when that was reviewed That got upgraded to a red card So the way the process works John Is the compliance officer Or anyone else If the referee sees it End the story Right so I, I still don't So right Oh you've seen it right But is, I mean That guy saying John Beaton like, Don't be wrong Gordon like, I'm not the Rangers deserve to beat us It was a, a, a role reversal right In the first role for him Game of the season right It was totally We didn't deserve to win out of the game But the fact is He's done Three things to a Celtic player which he's got away with I just want to know what Rangers players have to do especially Morelis to takes away with things because see if he goes to another country he'll be outed for what he is the, the, the refereeing standards offer a lot better in other countries and he'll be outed and see the fact is as well talked about before I think your man he's, he'll be away before the, the end of January Morelis that's what he's been bought for or been brought in for before if Rangers get any kind of money for Morelis they'll go John. I mean, but as I say, I just wanted the panel. Yeah, what, what have they got to do? Because to me, it's just they've been doing everything they can this season to help Rangers more than they usually do over the previous seasons. Know what I mean? I just don't understand how you can get away with it and how Rangers, compliance officers I mean, can't come and tap it. Know R- what I mean? Rangers have had about seven red cards this season, have they not, John? I mean, many, many have been uh, rescinded, Gordon. Know what I mean? And mm, would you call it as I one? Say, I think McGregor's got away with two. Gordon and Mark will agree, and Morelos has got away with quite a lot as well. Know what I mean? As I say, when I, I look at the one with Brown, right, I don't know, as a petulant kick, right, but it's, it's in, it's part of the play, the process of the play, and he's, he's doing, and he has doing the boot half him, right, right, but the, the one in Anthony Ralston, as Gordon says, is premeditated, he knows what exactly what he's doing, see, even that guy Chris, as I say, he could have played football, I played football, and as I say, 
he knew exactly what he was doing and I can't understand why John Beaton has seen the three incidents especially the young man with young Rolson and, and let him away with it it's, it's the, the process he's looked at then if that's the case if the compliance officer can't go above the referee if he sees something wrong because he's definitely done something wrong there in three different occasions especially the last one so I can't fathom it out how because the referee said to the to the panel or whatever that he didn't deserve to get it. He deserved a red card in the other day, you know what I mean? And I'm quite surprised that he didn't do anything because the next game is against Crown Beef Road. They've been a soft enough for him to miss that game. That's all I can say about it, right? So uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. But what about John's notion there? You know, he said something about if Morelos goes elsewhere, he'll, he'll, he'll get found out because, you know, the, the refereeing standards are better, are they? I know our referees make a lot of mistakes But I'm sure you like I And, and a lot of the listeners watch a lot of football yeah. I, I, I don't think our referees look any worse than other ones I've got to say this season In particular There's been so many cases yeah, I, I think I, it's I been don't, I don't disagree I just think you see howlers everywhere I just I think, think it's the level of scrutiny you have nowadays I can't, I can't remember a season like this In term of, terms of refereeing decisions In this country So I mean we we watch our majority of football um, in this country, so I'm only commenting that. I, I think it's been so poor this season. So many decisions that have been up for discussion, but I, I think you would say the majority of the public are confused by a lot of the decisions. Either one, the, the referee himself on the day's meeting, or two, when it goes to this panel of appeals, there's so many as go, how did he even come up with that? And as I say, I can't remember a season quite like this one for for things like that. Well, I try and defend the referees as, as oh my god, they're all your mates. You know, oh, I've seen them well, in the gym. Uh, you know, I just uh, I think it's a very difficult job. But Gordon's right. We watch all different football, whether it be a you know Spanish or, or the English Premier, and it's the same down there. And they're full time. They're professionals. Uh, get paid a lot of money. I know the referees are not short of bob up here. They get paid well. Um, but I do agree with you. looking at John Beaton and at uh, the weekend there. I, I I find it staggering that he looks at day three with Morelos and doesn't take any action. I don't think e- you, even if it was you know a yellow then for instance. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to. He's got away with three, Gordon. You don't get away with three. And if it was, if it was Scott Brown, everybody butt my arms as well, saying how Scott Brown got away with. It. If you've seen that, especially the one with Alston. I thought, and been in the game a long time, I thought that was very naughty. I really the, the did. thing about the full day, right, and Morelos, how many times do you see the referee give it the old one, two, three, four fouls kind of, and they act it out so the whole crowd knows he's not booting a guy just for that foul, it's for a totting up process. That was that was just three incidents. Morelos had many more fouls in the game also. Yeah, but they, they weren't they weren't fouls no, no, if that makes yeah, sense. So it's hard to do I, I, that I because they weren't given as, as fouls. I mean especially the brown one play just went on, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it so just there, went there, on. There is but no talking up procedure. This is why there. I'm saying with, with Chris, I had to disagree. Chris says he had a, an outstanding game, John but I, I can't agree with that. We we looking mm. back at the the proper talking points. But whatever it else, how he gets away with a yellow card is incredible, never mind a red. Frank's a Celtic fan in Springburn. What do you make of it, Frank? Yeah, I'm absolutely disgusted. Utterly, utterly disgusted. Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> Same to you, Frank. <laughs> Get back <laughs> to the disgust. Three, three, I've got three extra points to make. Uh, the, 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 the reason he's got a baby, what he'd done for three times, was because of was Celtic, because he was, he, was, he was kicking. If it was any other team, he would have got banned. No problem about it. It's okay to Celtic players. 
the goalkeeper can kick one of our Celtic players as well when he's on the ground and get away with it. So that's, that's obviously that's the reason. My second point is um, the press in this country are getting excited about a, a 36-year-old has been coming to the, the, the club and a 34-year-old while at the same time slating our 34-year-old captain who's saying he's finished. Hypocrisy. My, and my third point is my main one is about Peter Lawwell. It looks like he's going doing the same route as he did with John McGinn. We try to bring this young boy in, say, well, I can't remember who he plays for, Bio or whatever his name is. I'm not, not spending enough money on this guy. I would also try to bring in Timothy Weir. Now, as I say, I've just had a go at uh, them bringing in a 36-year-old. But at least he's, he's a name and he's got experience. What is happening at the park, kid? Where is the money? So hold on a minute. On one hand, Frankie, you're saying he's a 36-year-old has-been, but on the other hand, you're saying you'd, you wouldn't mind signing him? No, no. No, no. I'm saying he's a name. Right, OK. I'm not saying that. He's too old for Celtic. But we're looking for a name as well. Frank, there's a couple of things there you touched on. First one, I totally disagree with you. I don't think a referee goes out there and thinks, OK, Rangers players, you can get Celtic players and you can get away with it. I think that is total nonsense. I really do. But Frank's got his opinion. That's mine. You're one about the four, 36 has been, and people are shouting about your captain, Scott Brown, being finished at 34. By the way, most of the people who say that on the show are Celtic, Celtic fans, fans who phone in. But that, is, <laughs> that is my exact point. They were on here screaming, saying that Celtic are a better team without Scott Brown in. And that was the Celtic fans. I don't remember one person on the panel saying that he was no, finished. I know, I mean. I certainly not me. I've made the point that he wasn't finished. Um, but listen, I take Frank's point. Celtic have got a lot of money. Rangers have are signing two names. Okay, one that used to play for them, but Jermaine Defoe is a is a big name. Why or when is Celtic going to go? I know these things take time, but it's been known for now a number of weeks. Well, since the start of the season, they need a striker, and then Lee Griffiths disappears, so they definitely need a striker. And you just think behind the scenes, surely there's been some work going on to get a, a decent level striker. Well, I wonder when it's going to happen though 01419511025 We're going to speak to Charlie Who's a Rangers fan next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Get the result you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard uh, Usually you know it's What happens at the break Stays in the break But I don't mind exp- Just uh, sharing this with you Because I thought it was quite funny Amber who was doing the travel Just walked in Took one look at Gordon DL Looked him up and down and said Well seen You've not got any Of your new Christmas presents On the night <laughs> So there we go Doesn't really work in radio But you can imagine What he's uh, What he's clobber Is like this evening So there we go You happy with that? Yeah I'm, I'm quite happy It's radio yeah. Okay doke That's fine I can stay to him that is true 01419511025 Don't forget in the second hour of tonight's show We will be speaking to Jackie McNamara He's just walked into the studio And uh, we'll be getting him on air at 7 o'clock Still time for you to squeeze a few more calls in Before then Charlie's in Airdrie What do you make of this Jermaine Defoe business Charlie? Well my opinion Go ahead Yeah fine thanks My opinion is um, that, uh, This is uh, the writing on the wall For uh, Morelos um, Gerard knows even Gerard knows they're going to be major bits coming in for Morelis. And uh, uh, if a bit comes in that they can't turn down, um, I suppose we'll have to take it. And uh, Morelis will go. The thing is, um, with Defoe being there, it's going to sweeten it a bit for the Rangers fans. Uh, 
Mul lubib on mõtu ja aab on nüüd ja aab ja aab siis põges kratike ja põges on peis. Ka põen võib see on põhines nüüd. And I believe he scored 20 goals, right? And I believe if he does go, I would say I'm all going to pound a goal. There you are. Right, okay. That's a good way of figuring that out. So Charlie, you're not excited about the prospect of them both being at the club. You've you've got it written already that one of them's well that Morelos is going. I can't I can't see. They're too good to be true. 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 They're and as I say, if the price is right, eh, as I say, a million pound a goal, that's what I'd, go, I'd sell him for. 20 million, there you are. Wouldn't you, like yeah. you like to negotiate with Charlie? Yeah, exactly. Um, what, do, what do you think though? I mean, surely, I thought that the whole point was everyone knew Rangers were looking for a striker in addition to Morelos. Mm-hmm. It appears that's what they're but, going to get. But everybody's got their price, Gordon. Um, I know that the Rangers fans obviously would prefer him to stay. But if a club comes in with big money for them, then you've got to look at it. Um, but they've got Lafferty there. They've got Defoe now in. But I'm sure, because if you look back at Celtic not that long ago, and they got themselves into a position, they had three quality strikers, and they ended up playing a young lad, Mikey Johnson, last Saturday, up top, which is not his natural position. So I don't know if Rangers are just looking to say, right, we're going to have a go at this title challenge, and we're going to keep these three guys. We've got to make sure we don't get uh, caught out. But it goes back down to the money. If an English club comes in and they're obviously noticing what he's doing up here and they make a big money offer for him, then everybody's got their price. If, uh, if Stevie Gerrard and Rangers are, are serious about putting a challenge in for this title, then they've got to knock back whatever offer it is and try and, or if they accept it, try and do a deal where he stays until, until the summer. A guy that scored 20 goals... And you're serious about winning the league You can't just let go in January Even if you've got Jermaine Defoe Jermaine Defoe's been brilliant through his career Scored what a, a goal every two games throughout his career It doesn't mean no he's going to come up And just bang goals in here I mean there's there's a good possibility That that might not happen I think it's it would be foolish to let Morelos go If you're serious about a title challenge Even though, even if you've got Defoe in Because Gordon says What if you know, Lafferty gets injured Next week you're going to need another striker, and to let Morelos go, I think would be a a foolish option. I don't think I don't think they'll let him go. I think that if yes, money money talks, and th- you know the 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 amount of money it's in England, Mark, and he, the boys already stated that he would like to play there one one time. Um, so if a club looked at him and thought, yeah, we could go and get him, and they come in with a big money, Rangers have got to got to sit down and look at that I know what you're saying about the title challenge but they've got to because they've still got two guys in the guts of what 50 grand a, a week you know their wage bill must be get higher and higher Defoe's come in that's not a cheap one Davis has come in that's not a cheap one you need to balance the books so who about. makes that decision though we always is talk. that Stephen Gerrard or does that come from the guys up the stairs I think it's got to come from the guys up the stairs that's the way football works now you know that I used to tell you what to do early. <laughs> That's why I'm no longer there. <laughs> uh, when we're talking about transfer windows and you know how difficult January can be and so on, does it does it make a great deal of difference trying to get Defoe now? Then he's there for the next couple of weeks. He gets to go to Tenerife, bed in. 
whatever that is, whether that's him becoming so. familiar with his teammates, his yeah. teammates becoming familiar with him, is that I think beneficial? So. I think it's the same as pre-season. You'd rather your guys in sooner to work with them right away, um, get to know the team. And I think this is the perfect opportunity. You know, guys who are injured and stuff will be coming back. I think there's a lot to be said for getting away from the, the limelight and the usual you know, Murray Park or whatever, Auckland Highway, whatever it's called mm. now, uh, and taking them away and getting the squad together. So I think they would benefit getting them right now. Steve Davis mm. as well. Thank you to Charlie 01419511025. Alec is a Celtic fan uh, in Dremoyne. Hi, Alec. How we doing? Good evening, Pan. I'm having a year too. Same to you. Uh, What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I think the SFA have made it open season now. Uh, for the simple reason, if any other player does that in the league and gets a red card for it, all they need to do is take the videos up of that and says, my player got a red card for it, but this player gets none, not even a yellow card for it. And, that, and I think my club should demand that that referee does not referee another Celtic game because he is hopeless. If he says that the name is aimed but deemed even a yellow card, then he better go back to Specsavers because his glasses are not working. Oh, I see what you did there with the Specsavers mm. reference. Uh, what do you think? I mean, listen, this is... Taking on a, well, John a familiar theme to some previous calls. Top referees. And I just think that. Hold sure. on, hold on. I just think this nonsense that people are jumping on the bandwagon saying, well, it allows Rangers players to kick Celtic players. I agree that I thought at the weekend they got it wrong. I don't know how Morelis got away with the three of them. Ralston, one for me, was the worst out of the, of the three. So he's got that wrong. But to say, oh, he should never referee another Celtic game, he's one of their top referees. So he's going to get he's going to get Celtic games, but I think we need to get away from this nonsense about you know Rangers players are allowed to kick Celtic. It's terrible. But I mean, Alec, you forget. Oh, I, I wasn't just talking about Celtic players. He does it all through the Premier, the Scottish Premier League, and gets away with it. It's no, I'm not just doing it. Rangers deserve to win that game. Nobody's disputing that fact. But you can't get your players assaulted on the pitch. But that's what he physically done. But you could go. You could go to other clubs, Alec. You could go to every single. We don't see them. We go to the, the, the you know, we were obviously Rangers Celtic. You could go, and I'm sure Motherwell supporters could have a gripe about a referee. Um, but the same referee. Well, no, it's not. It's well, not. Alec, it's, Alec, what 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 decisions has John Beaton made in in games not involving Celtic that are annoying you? It's the, it's the decisions he says he never seen them. Then their cards are getting rescinded. Yeah, but you said After he was. Do, you, you, I, I, I know, but, but you said he was doing it all across the teams in, I mean, in the he's league. Doing it across the board. It's, which, no, it's any game he plays. Which, which ones? I, I, I can't pick one out. For it, but I've seen games that he's refereed and made bloopers, not small bloopers. Any that spring one? to mind? No, I don't. I think one was a Motherwell game, mm. and it was against Hibs. I think. But Mark, this comes back to the process. This is what we said. It doesn't get any further if John Beaton says he saw it, which yeah. he did. So this is not—it's it, not open season because it's not to say that next week, if it's a different referee, when he looks at those incidents, he thinks it's a red, and, and that—that's—that's that's what refereeing is in a nutshell. There can't be a problem with that, surely. Yeah, you're right, but there is a problem. So it's not where, open season, uh, but there's a problem where the majority of the public can see. That's why I'm saying I said earlier I think there's a whole Different set of rules That our referees Are, are running the game with now Because The majority of the public What? Well would agree that That that's If not a red card One of those incidents Would have been a yellow card I'll invite you to come around This side of the desk And take a look at this Twitter feed in a second That will suggest that um, it's, it's a 50-50 split Depending on what team you support <laughs> 
Well I <laughs> We mean, know where your 50% I mean, percent going 50% of them are wrong All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right okay Thank you to Alec in Dremoyne 01419511025 in the phones That's Something we didn't actually get round to talking about Because it was so busy But the previous call brought up Mark about Scott Brown um, Stories in the back page of the paper mm. today Saying you know it could be decision time Because um, you know the Australian club Are stepping up their interest Western Melbourne it's been rumbling on in the background for yeah. a while You know him We clearly didn't have his best day Far from it in the game against Rangers What do you think no. his head will be at during this window? Um, well he's certainly considering it um, I mean I think he'd be foolish not to consider it it's a, it's a whole lifestyle change My opinion hasn't changed since the weekend I thought it was a knee-jerk reaction People calling up and saying Scott Brown is finished And we had a lot of callers saying things like that I still think he's got a lot to offer Celtic I think um, the offer's on the table for him to, to stay at Celtic and begin his coaching career. I think that would be a better option than him going away to Australia and trying something new. I think it would always be more difficult then to come back and fit in. I think it would be seamless if he, if he finished his playing career at Celtic and just moved into the coaching side. And I, I think he's still got a lot to offer. We chat about him at the start of the season. He was one of the first names in the team sheet. Fell out the team through injury. Couldn't get back in because they were doing so well. Nothing to do with the way he was playing. Um, so I still think he's got a lot to offer. I, I still think he's the the leader at the club. And uh, I must admit, I would be disappointed to see him leave. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Right, it's time for Beat the Pundit What an incentive The first winner of Beat the Pundit in 2019 That could be you If you give us a call right now 0141-951-1025 One of you will take on Gordon or Mark But you need to do it quick You only have until the news at 7 o'clock And don't forget, after that We're joined in the studio as well By Jackie McNamara Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to thompsons.com Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're also joined in the studio uh, by Jackie McNamara as well. So we'll be talking to Jackie very soon, talking all things uh, Star Sixes coming up. I'm sure we'll get an insight into Jackie's playing and managing career as well. But before we get to that, it's time for the first Beat the Pundit of 2019. Beat the Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Yes, beat the pundit time Gordon and Mark are both standing by One of them is going to be taking on Derek from East Kilbride Fancy your chances tonight, Derek? Yes, hopefully You're one of those that just sits and waits till a Thursday night Because you know these two are prone to bouts of daftness No, I've actually phoned in before so right. I have, um... You'll just take on any night, I don't mind that That's fine, alright uh, Let's toss the coin then Hedge, you're going to be up against Mark Wilson And Tails, you will be taking on Gordon DL. And it is heads Mark Wilson Up against Derek from East Kilbride Just as well Because I remember you throwing out Some very Suspect stats About your record In the last calendar year That Oh we un- lost One last year But that's completely <laughs> untrue Oh I'm beaten I'm beaten this year as well. <laughs> Anyway right Let's give Mark some Clyde 2 in his ear So that he doesn't know What's going on um, And we can get your clock Up and running Derek you've got 30 seconds You're going head to head With Mark You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Rangers are set to sign which former England international on loan? Uh, Name either scorer for Man United last night. Uh, Celtic goalkeeper Connor Hazard has joined which Scottish Championship team on loan? 
Pass. Which Scottish club plays at Stair Park? West Brom. Who did Stevie Clark manage prior to Kilmarnock? West Brom. Who won the World Darts Championship at the weekend? Van Gerwen. Mother was Ryan Bowman's left for which English League Two side? Exeter. Okay, Doak. Mark Wilson, can you yes, hear us? You yes, can. Yes, All right, same set of questions to you. All right. What are you laughing at in the corner? <laughs> Can I help you? Face. I know he still takes it so seriously after all this time. His face is always red, but it goes even more red when the clock's about to start. Anyway, you ready? Right. Rangers are set to sign which former England international on loan? Jermaine Defoe. Name either scorer for Man United last night. Lukaku. Celtic goalkeeper Connor Hazard has joined which Scottish Championship team on loan? Martin. Which Scottish club plays the home games at Stair Park? Race Rovers <laughs> Which club did Stevie Clark manage Prior to joining Kilmarnock uh, West Brom Who won the World Darts Championship At the weekend Van Gerwen Mother was Ryan Bowman Has left for which Exeter. English League 2 side And how many Scottish clubs Did Russell Latte play for quick Three How do you think that went Derek uh, I think he's done now Do you think so Start I'm not so sure Let's go through them Rangers are set to sign Which former England international It's got to be the easiest question of the night If you yes. got that one wrong You were getting kicked out Straight away Jermaine Defoe Name either scorer for Man United You had the choice of Lukaku one. And Rashford You went for one each So you both got that uh, Connor Hazard Has today joined Which championship team on loan Partick You've got the former Partick Thistle manager Sitting right next to you There you go um, Not Gordon Deal by the way uh, Which club plays their home games At Stair Park You both <laughs> went for Wraith Rovers Oh It's Strunra One of those places Has got a Gordon Deal lounge And one of them doesn't Does, So yeah. you went for the wrong one At Strunra uh, Which club did Stevie Clark Manage prior to Kilmarnock Maybe he could have worded this A bit better He did previously manage West Brom But Reading, Reading Was what we were looking for uh, so who won the World Darts Championship at the weekend? Michael Van Gerwen So it's still level What? Uh, it's still level 3 all. On to question 7 Ryan Bowman has left for which English League 2 side? It's Exeter And I owe you an apology Derek Because I hadn't seen the question And I told Mark Wilson about this about 5 minutes ago During the break you can't that. But you both got it So it's 4 all, Which means Mark Wilson all comes down to the last question Because you got there and Derek didn't How many Scottish clubs did Russell Latipay play for? You said 3 Hibs Rangers Falkirk. Dundee United Falkirk It is four <laughs> Which means The first uh, Beat the pundit of the new year Goes to a tiebreaker And would you look at that See the tiebreaker we've got down It's an old tiebreaker So we're going to have to come up with something On the spot How oh. we do that I have no idea So I'm just going to make it up in my head Right okay <laughs> <laughs> This should be good To see Derek This is what they call padding I think when you have to just uh, Come up with some nonsense in your head Right here's the question Are you ready? What I'm going to do is ask the question, Derek I'll get Mark Wilson to write his answer down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt Is that okay? He's away Derek, he's he still with us? Oh, he's gone <laughs> I'll take that as a victory We're going to have to try and get Derek That's done, Derek <laughs> Done the noble thing I think he's scared of the tiebreaker He's just done a runner That's ah, just when you said it I was yeah, going to be made he's, up You're made, making it up on the spot He's worried about how ridiculous it's going to be It's actually not oh. it's, it's quite a straightforward question Alright, I think we've got Derek and East Kilbride back I'm sure we do Derek, can you hear us? I can hear you Right, you can, right I'm going to ask the question I'll get Mark to write his answer down And I'll invite you to give me your attempt, okay? Yep, that's right What is Rangers' goal difference in the Scottish Premiership? Mark Wilson, write it down please Quickly Okay, Derek, what's your attempt? 34 Oh, you're joking No way me. Oh, come on, man. 
no way. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's unbelievable. What is I it? Think I, should, I think we should just both win. No, right, okay. <laughs> Next question. What's happened? happened before? What's Hamilton Lackey's goal difference? Oof. Right, Mark Wilson, show me your attempt. Derek, what do you think? Minus 18. Right, Mark has gone for minus 24 You've gone for minus 18 The answer is minus 29 I can't believe yes. he's, he's beat you oh, In yes. that manner, yes. Derek That is shameful oh, Unlucky, Derek That I'm was, that was exciting done, Cheers, Derek Our lines up was Derek and Eastcoe Bride There we are I told you Thursday's beat the pundit was never dull So, uh, yeah I'll be back tomorrow night If you want to take on Hugh Keevans Or Derek Johnson That's one in the column for him though this year You've, yeah, got, you've yeah, got catching yeah, up yeah. to do What was Rangers' goal difference? 27, 27. Was it? Oh, yeah. Close, yeah. Alright, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Keep the calls coming 0141 951 And I'm pleased to say we're joined in the studio now By Jackie McNamara as well Jackie, how are you? How you doing? You alright? Yep, you're here because tomorrow And over the weekend you're playing in the Star Sixes You're getting the boots back on yep. At the SSE Hydro How is the, the fitness levels in that Scotland team? Hopefully okay um, We'll see tomorrow Saturday and Sunday how we recover But no, I'm looking forward to it you know, It was great the last time we played in it who else is in there then? You've got uh, like said, James McFadden's playing Barry Ferguson Who else have we got? Uh, Lee McCulloch Simon Donnelly Rab Douglas in goal um, Mark Butchell Steve McManus mm. uh, And Don Hutchison So that nah, should be good So yeah. y- your your one Scotland cap Wasn't enough to get you involved <laughs> Mark Wilson didn't qualify, By the looks of it um, the next time <laughs> 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 well, uh, It kicks off tomorrow Against Ireland at the Hydro I mean look at some of the names Playing for the other teams We had Michael Owen on the phone recently Robert Pires, um, Who was the other The big names um, Albert, Involved Alberts and Van Hooydonk yeah. For the rest of the world team So uh, yeah, fancy your chances A few recognisable faces For the time in Scotland no, I think they obviously They'll probably be favourites Some good players there The rest of the world team But Northern Ireland Got a few young players Just in that to mark there A few players that are still playing Or just finished So I think that'll make a little bit of a difference Should be a cracking weekend Starts tomorrow, Saturday and, and Sunday At the Hydro down in Glasgow Surely the, the home crowd That'll count for something or not? Yeah, absolutely They revved up for it And say the players are looking forward to it as well So, Who are, the, who are the ones in the Scotland team That take it very seriously? Because I don't no, all I of you All of us, yeah. aye, absolutely yeah, um, I actually played a few, five or six the other week there with, with Mark And <laughs> that was competitive You know, so with, get this with a crowd in it It's... Uh, it's good Good to be involved in. Yeah that's what I like mm. to hear right, We're going to be speaking Much more to Jackie As the, the evening progresses So if you've got any questions uh, Feel free to get them in He doesn't know We're about to subject them To our getting to know you Questions as well Which is no, always entertaining <laughs> uh, Let's squeeze in a call first though uh, Want to keep the calls coming as well Andrew's a Rangers fan In Mount Vernon Hi Andrew Hi fellas And happy new year to you all Same to you Andrew I was listening to the show Just in the last hour And I've heard some Rangers fans come on Some Celtic fans come on And they've been talking about The refereeing situation With John Beaton And Alfredo Morelos mm. uh, I'm particularly perturbed At uh, the pundit's view Really Because What we've been hearing Over the last few years Is how bad our referees are Now I read a number of articles In the paper at the weekend About how good John Beaton Refereed the Rangers Celtic match he was getting things like 8 out of 10 in most of the newspapers. A lot of the pundits saying he handled it well, didn't let the pressure get to him, and on all by all accounts, had a great uh, old firm refereeing match. Now what we're saying, though, is that he got one, two, three decisions wrong, which means he actually had a howler. I don't think he had a howler. I think he had a great match, and now that has been borne out by the SFA. He saw 
what was in front of him. He took the right decisions as he saw fit at that time. And yet now we're saying yeah. that uh, he had a terrible match. And I just think the pundits need to be careful because we're cru- crucifying a referees when they make really bad decisions. And now we're crucifying mm. a referee for handling a match really well. Just to, just to be clear, Andrew, just one, one inaccuracy to pick you up on. This hasn't been borne out by the SFA No one has reviewed these decisions And said that he got them right It's just that the process doesn't kick in Unless he says that he didn't see them So it's his decision and he stands by it But that, that that's just besides the point Just just to pick you up on that What do you make of Andrew's initial yeah, I, I, get, I get that entirely But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is That effectively They've let him do his job They've got, He put his report in He said listen I saw those incidents and I didn't deem them yellow cards, I didn't deem them red cards. But so doesn't, Andrew, do it doesn't mean they're correct well. though. That doesn't mean they're correct. He he obviously thought that it doesn't mean everybody has to agree so with Matt, John Bean. So oh. Matt, do you and think he had a power of a match? He missed three blatant incidences which were one definite yellow card and I think two of them should have been red. And what you're saying about the other pundits in the paper and writing he had a great match, well that's their opinion. But me and so my opinion, opinion is he, he missed two hours And the other one For me Could have questionably been A yellow or a red also That's so my opinion He missed all those incidents he, Therefore in your opinion He had a very bad match And therefore should be I think, uh, Called to account for it I think if you miss three Like that Then Yeah Okay Well I think he had a great match uh, And it's interesting uh, when you see the different Twitter feeds coming in, it's, it really is kind of 50 50, I suppose. Uh, if you're a Celtic fan, you think you're a bad match. If you're a Rangers fan, you think you refereed it uh, tremendously see, well. See, but see, I see, to be honest, see, to be honest I'm, I know because, because I used to play for Celtic, and people say, well, he's obviously going to say that. No doubt Rangers deserve to win that match. Outplayed Celtic. I think even if it was a Celtic player who had stamped on a Rangers player, I think I'm honest enough on this show. That I would have said Very very fortunate To get away with that Also the Christie one If it was reversed I'd still be standing here Saying the exact same thing Yeah Andrew The one uh, person That tries to stick up For the referees Is me Oh we know Honestly Uh, Yeah I do my very very best Um, John Beaton I watched the You know I was at the game At the weekend And I thought he was Handling the game well But until I've seen The The three Things put together with Morelos I definitely think I can see the first one Right I can see the first one Why it allows that to go But the second one's incredible for me How how you can get away with that It's it's a yellow or a red card He, he knows exactly what he's doing How do you know that though? Oh Gordon you, we've, we've, got to be quite clear, we've got to be quite clear about that though but, you, You've said that a couple of times tonight How do you know? Well we've all been in the game And I think we're wise enough to realise That That he could easily get out the situation, out the road of it, but he's left his foot in there, and and I'm very very surprised that <sighs> he's got away with that. And the one with Christie as well, I can see the Scott Brown one, I can understand that, but John Beaton, as I say, we all touched on it. He's one of our best referees. I think he's got to handle the two situations better. I thought he was wrong in the two situations, but I'm not going to say he should never. Uh, Referee a, a, another Celtic Rangers game Or a Rangers Celtic game Because he is one of our top referees Alright thank you to Andrew and Mount Vernon That's Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Jackie McNamara is here with us tonight Remember so don't uh, hesitate to get any Thoughts or questions in right Jackie Getting to know you That's what we call this feature And it yeah. always throws up some uh, 
Bizarre answers I'm not sure if you'll play it With a, a straight bat or not So a series of quick fire questions Let's go through them The first game you went to um, It was a game for Hibs I don't know what it was I watched my father Fair Easter enough road. Easter Road yeah, I can see that The family connection Your footballing hero Growing up is that uh, Douglish Douglish Yeah what, what was it about him Stating the obvious perhaps Just I thought he was class Just watched him with Scotland And obviously with Liverpool growing up And you know I always, always admired him Thought he was World class mm. uh, You didn't get the chance To play with Mark Wilson So this might be easier The best player you've played with Henrik Larson Again Why did, did Mark was that? my replacement <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at that's right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Along need, with somebody else. Uh, need, need I ask why Henrik Larson in particular? Just he was just different level, uh, world class player. He's shown that even when he left us to go to Barcelona, then Man United, his movement, mm. his finishing ability, attitude. Right. What about in the opposition? Best you played against? Um, probably um, between three. Uh, Mark Overmars uh, played against him. We, um, Holland. Ludovic Julie with Barcelona had a torrid against him. Um, and maybe Loudrop. Maybe it's not a bad selection, particularly, yeah. you know, as a fullback, the first two guys you mentioned, blistering pace. Is that is yeah. that something you always you look at those team lines coming in, you think, oh no. Well, so much of the unknown in the European games, you know, the, the game in Barcelona at the New Camp, I was playing left back in the first few minutes and I nearly scored an OG my first touch. Uh, just because I couldn't catch him I had to end up being three, four yards behind the, the back four To, to, to match his runs in behind um, But he was a just he was rapid Mark Wilson's nodding along knowingly I can understand that, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it, Was that your Daniel Kusan moment that he just described? Move on, it's just a bit jacky it's not about me That's true uh, Best <laughs> friend in football, can you pick one? Simon Donnelly, hi uh, pretty, pretty, pretty obvious, uh, obviously been pals a long time And been my assistants and um, no, good good friend Don't go falling out At the Star Sixes This weekend If things go wrong You've got to yeah. Maintain that Best stadium you've played at Camp New yeah. Stair Park <laughs> Actually Stranraz ground Yeah I, know, I knew that one I knew that one The New Camp uh, Best footballing moment oh, Manager and player is, is, it, is it easy to pick at One best moment um, Probably The final was At Boa Vista um, Getting to the Seville Getting to the UEFA Cup final in that final whistle was it, is, is, that, is that because it's that it's like a one moment an out, outpouring what was that like at the time just uh, just the, the emotion and not the feeling you've got to a European Cup final um, and obviously what, apart, after the game and getting to the airport with the fans and everybody there waiting for us back in Glasgow it was just incredible to be involved in flip side then let's bring you down a notch or two worst footballing moment the final uh, right at the end aye. obviously that and I think that was obviously disappointing Um the way it ended for us Is that something that That still sort of rankles with you Because obviously there is a great Sense of achievement for getting there But is it, Does it still feel like a, a serious disappointment? No I mean I look at things back now Some things are meant to be In football and in, in life And um, You know it was just I thought we'd done unbelievable to get there The teams we beat in the way um, We gave everything the final And a bit unlucky in the end we, When Bobo got sent off um, I think that was a turning point um, But You know they were a good side They won the Champions League the year after yeah, whatever happened to that Mourinho fella um, Any pre-match superstitions? This is the one that sometimes just takes all sorts of weird Nah, nah. Um, nah I, I think when you, I always used to have a bath in the morning before I went <laughs> right. okay. A hot bath Was that, Is that a relaxation technique? Yeah, yeah. 
It's funny because Gordon Dill in the past has told me about some of his very different pre-match relaxation (laughs) techniques. Uh, Um, A lot of different. Not for radio. Should be sick every game. Um, Name names. No. (laughs) I I, I was like that. Were you? I was ill. Yeah. Maybe every game. Every single game. Every game. So was John McDonald at Rangers when I was there as well. Just the nerves, and he used to be sick. I've I've actually seen uh, John running by a defender and. Actually been sick Nearly over the top of him The fish supper incident At Main Roads <laughs> Might have something To do with that though Well my yeah. pre-match meal That day wasn't the greatest yeah. I didn't have like, any sauce or Big Fyde Hondonk He Big Pierre Used to have chicken curry For pre-match Which was a bit bizarre But Right. Well, there are curry houses so, in Glasgow can watch out because he's yeah. at the he's at the yeah. Star Sixes, yeah. and then everyone, no one goes in the the, the team toilet after him. So that's <laughs> Between one being next. sick and one, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what any major hobbies away from football? I used to like golf. Um, I actually, no played a lot. Uh, I think when you start management, that, that goes out the window. Um, especially if you're struggling. <laughs> 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 no, but I enjoy the game of golf. I never get real real serious about it. You know, if I, I wasn't great. But I um, enjoyed that it's, fun, it's funny you say that Because when you stop managing It obviously comes back in the window Because he's on the golf course Every single I've day I've never played I've not played I think I've played one game Since since I stopped managing right? So yeah, maybe it's something To get back into uh, Got a favourite film? Life of Brian Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know if I've seen that Is that Should I be ashamed of that oh, one? Yes. Yeah. Big time I'll come watch that tonight uh, Box set tips What should we be watching? This is another one Gordon Deal's always yeah. pestering us For what he should be watching Upset with the watch, uh, just over and over. Still game, absolutely love still Magnificent. game. Magnificent, yeah, great Doesn't choice. Um, and this question should be quite easy for you, and I'll let you up it. You're, you're under pressure. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favourite, your ultimate five aside team? You're not just going to give me the Scotland six aside team from tomorrow, are you? I don't think they'll be listening. Yeah. Travelling. Um, like go fives. You can put yourself in it or not, and this is where we learn a lot about the character as to whether you do or you don't. I don't think I'd be in it. To be honest. <laughs> Gary <laughs> Holt had eight. Uh, you picked a few too many. Any, any, any. It's all up to you. Jeez, goalkeeper. Go for ones you played with then, if that's easier. Who was the best goalkeeper he played with then? Matt Murray at Wolves. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. I didn't hear that coming. Left field, okay. Yeah, just stuff guy. He was unfortunate with injuries, but he was unbelievable. Um, Larson, Maravchik, Petrov. Then we got left. <laughs> you got one more, I think. Still no you, Mark Wilson. I don't know what you're looking at. No. Just throw yourself in. That's fine. Nah, You'd like to put support. Stay, Paul McStay. Yeah, so I'm happy with yeah. that. Right, uh, Jackie McNamara's here. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Also, keep your calls coming, and we're getting the full time teaser up and running next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here as always on a Thursday night. Jackie McNamara is with us as well, talking about his own career and looking ahead to the Star Sixes at the SSE Hydro this weekend. If you're going along, have a good one. And if you weren't planning on it, then hopefully this will change your mind and you can get along uh, and check out some of the action. It's time for the full-time teaser. Eric Duffy... Is it Duff, sorry Has sent in the first Full-time teaser of the year So keep them coming If you've got a good question Send it in To fulltime At Clyde1.com Here's the question tonight uh, We're looking for the last 10 winners Of the Young Player of the Year In Scotland Who didn't play for Rangers or Celtic So it's the SPFA So the Scottish Professional Footballers Association Player of the year The young player of the year The last 10 Who didn't play for Celtic Or Rangers Andy Robertson Yes 
That was Jackie's one. Well done. That's oh, the most recent one. That was the one I, I think. I think it's the most recent one. Yeah. Is Gary Mackay Stephen Armstrong? No. 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 I think he was nominated something crazy like three or four years in a row. And Derek Rarden. Yes, two thousand and five. Beat me to it. Did he? Were you yeah. on the shortlist? Were you? The short oh, there you go. Yeah. He was eight. Good, good to see you've got over it. <laughs> good to see you're not bitter. Ah well. No, no. Hang on to these things, Gordon. Right, we're yeah. looking for the last ten winners of the Young Player of the Year award in Scotland, who won it out with Rangers or Celtic. Guys like Derek Riordan for Hibs in two thousand and five, Andy Robertson in, for Dundee United uh, in twenty fourteen. You and he was the most recent. Did yeah. you say you bringing anything to the table, Gordon? Um, no There must be an Aberdeen player in there Why? Alright, I'll give you some thinking time You've got till the end of the show uh, And remember, send your questions in to, to fulltime at Clyde1.com Paul is a Celtic fan in Kirkintillock And wants to talk about Jermaine Defoe Hi Paul Hey, hi Gordon Hi Gordon Hi Mark And hi Jackie hi, Hello Paul. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, well, my, my first point was about Jermaine Defoe uh, it, it was some, it was somebody that I'd seen Jermaine Defoe of old uh, a few years ago. I, I wouldn't have mind seeing it uh, Celtic. Uh, I think that he would... But I've not seen him for that long. Uh, but I think he would have been ideal for Celtic uh, as a stopgap until uh, Lee Griffiths managed to come back. So, so, so you mean even uh, right you, even right now then, you, you would have you'd have taken him at Celtic? I would have took him, yeah. I would have took him. Mm. There we go. Uh, not, not often we get a... Listen, the team's I'll, united on that one But there you go I wouldn't disagree with that I think For For what Celtic are looking for just now A goal scorer Somebody to take the heat off Edward um, You know I think when Lee Griffiths comes back He's earned the right to be The number two If not number one striker Whichever way you want to look at it So I think someone like Defoe Might have done a job for Celtic And I know he's he's been linked His name's been banded about um, but you'd then like to think that Brendan Rodgers and Peter Lowell and Lee Congerton have another name up their sleeve um, that they're going to get because Rangers have acted very quickly mm. on this and uh, like I said earlier on the show it's been no secret that Celtic have needed a striker not only for a number of weeks but since Moussa Dembele left mm. so you would think with them not opting to go for him they've got someone else in mind Jackie what's your Take them when you saw that Jermaine Defoe news Is that one you think is a bit of a, is that a, bit of a statement from Rangers? It's, a, it's an early one um, I know he's linked with both clubs um, It remains to be seen if he's a success or not 36 um, Yeah, I agree with Mark there Obviously Celtic We're looking to get another striker in With Defoe going to that team We're going to Rangers team alongside Morelis Remains to be seen Are they going to sell him? Um, you know, watching the Celtic games the last the last few Easter Road, the amount of balls across the box and behind the near yeah. post, where something like that would get across and, and finish some with experience. So, you know that he could have went in there and scored a few goals. But, you know, I'd imagine Celtic will, will go out there and get another striker in, in the window mm. as well, and maybe one or two others. I mean, Gordon Dale, it's an ultimate hypothetical. He's very much on his way to, to mm. Rangers, but but Paul's a Celtic fan on the line, thinking he actually reckons the four would have done a job at Celtic. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, especially at Celtic Park, where they create the amount of chances and uh, the football they play. Because um, he's just a natural goal scorer. He's an 18 yard box player. He's uh, very experienced. He's done it at the highest level. Uh, I think he would have been a terrific signing for Celtic as well. But Rangers went in and early and got that signing. I think it's pleased the Rangers supporters no end. Paul, 
taking what you're saying then about Defoe, is that your priority as a Celtic fan or is it is it somewhere else on the pitch? No, I think they really do. They really do need another striker. Uh, I think the way that they played at Ibrox, where Rangers come on to them so much, so quick, if they had a, a Dembele or a target man, they could have went long and at times tried to take a bit of the pressure off uh, as Rangers were pressing them so much. Uh, I think we really need a striker. We really need a big guy uh, and somebody that can take it a bit of the pressure off Edward whether if he's not an out and out goal scorer which I think we need as well but somebody can, who can hold the play up and then bring some of the other guys into the play uh, like your McGregor's like Akeem Tierney's uh, like they get uh, Roddick and that somebody who can take a bit of pressure just just uh, a different option I agree with that I mean yeah. Jackie Jackie's sitting here he played with Probably two of the best In recent times John Hartson and, and Chris Sutton Which was just a Totally different option To Henrik Larson. And I know Dembele Was big and strong But I don't think In terms of Holding the ball up And flicking things on He was in The league of Hartson or Sutton um, So it would be good To see an option I don't think No 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 But I'm saying If if you had to go For an option A bigger go guy for something different yeah. Just something different Yeah The other area of the pitch That keeps you know, most Celtic fans busy when they call in here. You said that Mark Wilson was your replacement at right back. Is there is there along, going to be, along with uh, uh, Paul Telford came first? Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be a is there going to be a replacement for Mikel Lustig? That's when we always get asked on the phones. I would think so. I think he's got a contract in the summer where they do something in January or in the summer. But I, I, I imagine they would, I mean they need cover anyway. You know, um, they've had different players come in there, but they've not really taken the jersey off them. Um, I'd imagine something will happen with that. I think Ralston's looked good You know Especially the game at home To Dundee, Dundee. He was outstanding mm. He probably could have scored A hat-trick that game yeah. um, And when he came on The second half I don't think he'd done Anything wrong against Rangers But um, It's looking more likely That Mikel Lustig Is, is going to leave mm. And it's been a, a Problem position for Celtic they've, they've, the never, they've never had a good right back Since Stanley McGrain <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Paul and Kirk and Tillock uh, Keep the calls coming 0141 You got any on the teaser yeah. yet? Yeah I'm going to try a couple Okay John McGinn? No Right What about James McFadden? Yes ah, Great shout well, You man. would have had him And your mother will talk back then In 2003 yeah. Here's, so, a, here's another one Peter Aberdeen Pollitt. Peter Pollock? No. no Jess Ian Jess? No, we're not quite going back that far. Did you it's, say ten years? No, it's I the last. It's, it's the last ten oh, winners. Phil O'Donnell. Um, Phil O'Donnell. No, no. So we're Kenny Miller. Yes, in two thousand at Hibs. All right, that's enough for to to keep us uh, ticking along nicely. You can help play along at Clyde SSB, looking for the last ten winners of the SPFA Young Player of the Year who won it out with Rangers or Celtic. We've got Kenny Miller, James McFadden, Derek Wyden, Andy Robertson. Uh, so far Just because it's here And uh, it's sprung to mind How much pride do you take When you, you look at Andy Robertson Champions League final Top of the English Premier League Jackie You, you obviously managed him At Dundee United I'm sure you thought he was good <laughs> Could you ever have Seen that progression? Obviously It's, it's amazing he's, how, how he's transformed his career You know when he first came in For amateur to Dundee United When he came in the first day He was in the Kids dressing room um, You know away 12 months later Down to the Premiership But you know, you can when you work with boys and you can see that hunger and desire in them and the drive and that's the biggest thing that he's got. You know, he's he's just determination to but every day in training. Mark will tell you did you work mm-hmm. did we play with him? No. Yeah. Aye. You just you just you know you know. 
you know, ability wise there, yep, he was he had all that great left foot, but just his determination, his drive to succeed. What were those early days like? You mentioned about being in the, the kids' dressing room, he'd obviously come from Queen's Park, so what, did, did he not think he belonged in the. the just his first day, his first day, um, obviously the kit man puts the stuff out and the, the dressing rooms were beside each other, the first team and the kids, and even in the kids' dressing room. <laughs> so I went, in, I went in and grabbed him and I said, you're, you're in the first team dressing room. Um, but again, his attitude was, was spot on. You know, it's not it appeals to surprise. I think last year when he went to Liverpool, he didn't get a chance at the start, and I always knew that he would get that jersey and mm. make it his own. How do you reflect on the time at Dundee United? Because particularly that would be the that would be the standout, wouldn't it? it would be the Robertsons, the, the Armstrongs, the Mackay yeah. Stevens. Then of course when, when they left, but Ryan Gold even. How do you look back on that now? A few more years under your belt. Um, I think the start. Obviously, I knew the difficulty was going into the job when I left Patrick Thistle. I knew, obviously, the the problems we had with the debt and then the previous manager leaving with you no know, not not to cut the cuts and deal with the cuts and the kids weren't ready. But you know, I was, we were pleased the way we went about it. And um, if any regrets, I should have left uh, when my contract broke um, and that was released. I should have walked out, but I didn't. You know, for different reasons for other people rather than myself. But. Um, you know, our, our record up there was good. Mm. Um, you, you know, and hopefully there's new owners there, and people can actually see what happened behind the scenes and the truth about it all. What about now then? What are you doing? Because we get various guys who are, you know mismanagement so much and are desperate to get back in. You had a slightly different, you know, a role in the boardroom if you like at yeah. York. So, what's next? What's what's no, next? I'm enjoying. Agenda? Believe it or not, I'm enjoying watching football again. Um, the York one was more a friendship with the chairman to help him. Um, his business, you know, I helped him behind the scenes, but um, just now I look after a few players and mentoring them and kind of managing them off the park. Um, hopefully, giving them good advice in their careers mm. like I've done as a manager. But to see I'm enjoying being away from it, watching the games and seeing the young talent coming through. You noticed in the, the newspapers recently, Callum McGregor being one of them, who's yeah. you know getting rave reviews at, for club and country really at the moment. You must be in, enjoying that. Taking a yeah, nice pride of how he's performing. He's a great example to the younger ones. You know, he gets on no matter where he's playing, he gets on with his job. He's been so consistent, not just with his, his performances, but also, you know, the, the games that he's played. He's almost a game, I think, in three years. You know, but he'll play he played the last game left back, he plays midfield. But for young kids to look up to, have a few younger players there that, you know, he's a great role model to look at and see how he's come through the system at Celtic and, you know, he knows what it's about. Is he at a level now where he can either And I'll put both the options out there Before anyone accuses us of selling him on He can either become a real mainstay for Celtic for, And you know they can build a team around him For the next 10 years Or, he, or he's at such a level where he'll attract interest From, from a bigger club yeah, well, not, Maybe not a bigger club, a bigger league Yeah he'll attract interest And he obviously had interest And he signed a new contract with Celtic for, Because he loves the club He wants to, to be there and obviously Wants to be up there with the top players, and Celtics looked after him, and he, they're both happy. They've got a player there that's happy, and as I mm. said, the lads, you know, hopefully he's there for a good number of years. Was that relationship like then? Because when you know, if that interest comes, how much of that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's ultimate, of course, it's his final say, but how much advice do you give or, or discuss that with him? Yeah, I'll give him advice. At the end of the day, it's it'll always be the player's decision. You know, I've had agents and people advising me over the years. Um, some good, some not so good, <laughs> but you live in you live by your own experiences. You know, obviously Mark will say the same. Um, dealing with a couple of Mark's agents, uh, Dundee United. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes they're not about the player, they're about themselves. 
So for me, it's sort of put, always put the player first and, and the right football advice. That's Jackie McNamara joining Gordon D. L. and Mark Wilson, who are always here on a Thursday night. So keep your calls coming in on 01419511025. Uh, we're looking for the answers to the teaser as well. The last 10 winners of the SPFA Young Player of the Year who won it out with Rangers or Celtic. Kenny Miller won it with Hibs, James McFadden at Motherwell, Derek Riordan at Hibs, and Andy Robertson at Dundee United. I'm going to have a wee snap here Dundee United Ryan Gold? No David Goodwillie? Yes Good day, Good shout yep. 2011 mm-hmm. Stephen Pearson won it? Nope mm. okay. Many is that we've got Gordon? Five You're halfway there Five still to get We'll get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results For Scottish accident And injury victims For 40 years into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are here They've been joined tonight by Jackie McNamara as well They've been racking their brains um, They've got an extra brain in the room tonight You can find out in the next few minutes if it's helping or not We're looking for the last 10 winners of the SPFA Young Player of the Year Who won it out with Rangers or Celtic So guys like Kenny Miller, James McFadden, Derek Riordan, David Goodwillie, Andrew Robertson Did you get one during the break Gordon? Stephen Naismith at Kelly. Yes, and what we discovered, right, Jackie McNamara's here He won the Player of the Year in 1998 And we're actually looking for the Young Player of the Year So we've been asking him to sort of look to his left and right And see if we can remember who was on the stage next to him You managed to come up with it? Yeah, Na- Gary Naismith Yes, Hearts. Gary Naismith at Hearts Good show When have got that I'd mm. say that is Well, he looked older than me, didn't he? <laughs> Still does That is one of the <laughs> I think there are two standout ones in terms of difficulty That was one of them I still don't think you've got the, the most difficult one. So you've got three to get. Plenty of time. Plenty. Mm. Uh, let's speak to Brian as a Celtic fan in Moss Park. Hi, Brian. Hi, uh, I'd like to say welcome to the panel and also like uh, looking forward to seeing you, Jackie. And we're all waiting Saturday to see the Super Sixes, so hopefully your day is proud, mate. Thank you. you no, all. no pressure. We will my wife won tickets on... On one of your quizzes a couple of months ago so ah, good well, right. well, hope, you, hope you all enjoy it Good stuff What's your point tonight Brian? A point tonight is I'm, I'm actually just in And I just sort of heard that the Rangers signed um, Jermaine Defoe Which I think is a great signing I, I would have liked him to sign for us Or something of that up Like maybe Troy Deeney He's got back into the fold at Watford It's just like we need, we need a striker That's going to hold the ball up Score goals The Rangers have sort of gotten it before us again I don't know what's I like to imagine there's something behind the scenes that's going to happen. It's going to be money's mm. going to be spent. There's going to be decent players that's going to come in and see, turn it around. Because against Rangers, Rangers were far by far the better team, but we had nothing. Or oh, Nicky Johnson, he locked him. A great, a great, great player, but the ball just didn't go to him. Didn't stick to him. Mm. He needs something up there that's going to hold up. We're evolving slightly because certain the hearts and amazing. Yeah, those are hard to come by though, Jackie, aren't they? Very much so. Yeah, they're, they're quality players. <laughs> we are evolving tonight, Mark Wilson, because I think the first Celtic fan who called in about Jermaine Defoe said he was a 36-year-old has-been, but now that's two in yeah. a row who are saying, actually, I think that's a good signing for Rangers, and I wouldn't well, mind him at Celtic. Well, you like his stats, you know, and he's, I know he's not played a lot this season, but he's still playing the Premier League, he's still involved in a Premier League squad, um, like I say, a goal every two games. Um, and you think at Rangers and at Celtic up here, the amount of chances he's a guy who who'd finish. You even look at the shape of him; looks fit, lad. So, um, I, I think he will be a good signing. Um, a Sutton and Hartson hard to come by. I mean, what were they? Six million, six million, six million. Yeah. You know, all the years ago, 
Um, it's a difficult one. The only thing I keep going back to, it, you'd like to think that Brendan Rodgers and Lee Congerton and Peter Lawwell have known f- that they need a striker for uh, mm. you know so long that they would have been doing work behind the scenes to identify one. The tricky thing is negotiating for Sunday in January. Jackie will know better, and uh, you know I certainly do about that. It's it's a difficult time to. Don't you go, Brian? Um, and in the past at Christmas, if you've had the Christmas presents or New Year presents, it's been like a Robbie Keane, it's been like a Garvison, it's been like um, uh, Ian Wright, my God, makes me laugh. Marvin Compare. These, these, these days are gone, but we don't have a marquee Christmas scene again. It's like, and it's like we used to sign guys that were like at the peak of their career and some other league, and they come up here and done a business, Ian Wright aside, Garvison aside, but Robbie Keane, they want, I'd like something like that. I mean, to be fair, not all of those worked though, did they? Celtic's model recently has been a bit more about building for the future rather yeah, than is there I still a place Brendan's, for those? Brendan's all about developing. I think that's what he's done. You obviously with Duarte coming in, you forget he's still young himself. You know, he's got a lot of a lot of bits to go until he's a, the perfect uh, striker. Um, yes, I'd imagine they're still they'll be pushing for for the players to come in. Striker will be a, a priority for them. Um, there's no doubt about that. Where Defoe is one of them, we don't know, but. Um, I would imagine that they've got somebody lined up If not two or three And then try and get the best one possible um, In this window Yeah, I think I always think January is a hard window Because um, teams don't want their best players to leave First and foremost uh, So you end up There's a bit of gambling going on um, I th- I think In fairness like, though If the market you're in is the English Premier League No disrespect mm, to Celtic You're probably yeah. not going for a team's first choice striker anyway Yeah, mm. but I think like the boys I think that Celtic will have done their homework. I think there'll be negotiations uh, just now, just trying to get some deals over a line. Uh, it's well documented. Uh, it looks like they're now going to their centre half as well. Boyata looking like he's got to leave in the summer. Uh, a right back's a position that's well talked about in this programme. Uh, but certainly up front, because it was so noticeable uh, at Ibrox, uh, young Mikey Johnston, who has a terrific talent, you've got to say that's not his position. Does this feel like a big window for Celtic, Jackie? Because it was by their own admission, this is not us saying it was by their own admission the summer window was difficult, and all of a sudden you've got, yeah, of course, there's a game in hand, but I don't think many people would have predicted to be levelling points with Rangers at this stage. So, d- does it feel like a, an important window for Celtic? I think every, every window is important. I think the the last one with the the timing of Dembele's departure didn't give him a, a lot of time to, you know, to get someone else in, and obviously what's happened to to Griffiths in the, in the last few months, um, it's kind of pushed the priority forward for the striker. Hopefully Lee will be back uh, back playing soon, but um, you know the priority is is to get the someone else in there to give them a bit of competition. Like Mark said, that is is a difficult window January because you know realistically you're going to get someone. At the top in the English Premiership, a, a marquee player, as, as the caller said. But you know how, how much they have to pay for that. Mm. You know, Rangers have got Defoe, someone that's not played a lot of football this season. They've got him in loan for the rest of the season. They try and do a job for Rangers. You know, but you know you, you don't know what you're going to get. And you mentioned Ian Wright. I was at Celtic, and Ian Wright came in as a replacement for Henrik, and it didn't work out. A guy who's the, the same same credentials as Defoe, top class striker over the years for Arsenal and wherever he went. Uh, Crystal Palace But when he came to Celtic It didn't work uh, Let's squeeze in Mark and Hamilton as well Hi Mark yeah, How's it going? Not bad Mark What's on your mind? Uh, it was just There was a panel About the Put the top of the Morelos incidents And For the new drama Of the referees And then like On the Dermot Gallagher And that He'd said 
But the way that John Beaton was refereeing that is he was trying to let the game flow and he wasn't really pulling up for a lot of fouls. And I'm sensing for like Mark Wilson in particular, I think he's quite raging about the Morelos thing. And he seems to have the blinkers on because see if he took a step back, he's focusing on three against Morelos. He's not mentioning incidents with Scott Brown, incidents with Ryan Christie, Ralston pushing down Morelos. So see if you take all of them into account as well. They should all be in yellow cards. It's, I don't understand why you're focusing on Morelos. Why Morelos is getting singled out? Mark Wilson, there's the, the question from, from Mark on the line. Are you raging? Mm-hmm. Not particularly raging about it. I'm just. I'm just like Mark. I'm just commenting in my opinion on those decisions because it was the talking point today. You know, it was the it was the news of the day. Was Morelos going to face any retrospect uh, retrospective punishment? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that. No. I couldn't say that word easy for me to say punishment, which wasn't the case, but. I don't get what you mean about the Scott Brown one because uh, are you talking about the one he, well, he slid so in and knocked the ball back to the goalkeeper? Well, yeah, so let, let's go back. So after Ryan Jack falling through uh, after pass the ball and the media and he was focusing on you know, for a cool situation. Mark, that's a, Mark, it's a really bad line. It's breaking up. I can hear what you're saying. I think I get the gist of it with these headphones. Listeners might not be able to Come back to Ryan Jack uh, On Stevie May was it? So he got sent off for what was a follow through Do you remember that one at Pitodri Where he can, he, they come in 50-50 Ryan Jack knocks the ball away The follow through takes him onto Stevie May's leg And he gets sent off I think that's what Mark is trying to compare right. To Scott well, Brown on Candias 1-2 Well listen If Mark wants to compare That's that's his prerogative um, For me Scott Brown won the ball fair and square And went back The Morelos one uh, Again I'm not particularly raising about it mm. It's my opinion that if you stamp on mm. someone whether you be a Celtic, a Rangers, a Hearts, a Habs player, uh, you run the risk of getting sent off. And in my opinion, I thought that was a sending off. Incidentally, Gordon, you also thought it was a sending off, but you're escaping. How's he escaping? Because you're raging, I'm not raging. (laughs) You're escaping the raging accusations. Uh, Yeah, I'm not raging, I'm just enjoying the show. But you still think it should have been a red card? I thought the one with Alston, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jackie, you're nodding. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. Um, As I said, that's... It's all about opinions. You'll have one side will say yes. If it was Scott Brown, the other side had done it to Rangers player. It's no obviously you see what you want to see. You know, if you have a Celtic side or Rangers side, but it was definitely You're sounding a wee bit raging as well. <laughs> 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 these games these games there, it's it's more petulance than anything else. I mean I've done it myself, I've been in a game and punched Mark Haitley in the face. I don't actually remember doing it until I seen it the next day. I, I got, was never I a send off though. I was never a send off. <laughs> well he actually put his chin towards my, my left fist, uh, you know, and hurt my fist. But uh, no I, see, I, you just these things are happened in the, the heat of the game and you know just now we probably would have been done for it. Okay, thank you to Mark and Hamilton. You've got a couple of answers left on this teaser. The last ten winners of the SPFA Young Player of the Year who won it out with Rangers or Celtic. Silence is not good at this no, stage. No, 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 that is signalling he's got one. Uh, well, uh, so, it's either one or the other. Uh, MacArthur or McCarthy? McCarthy. Ah, Hamilton. 2009. Nice right, you're looking for Hibs 2013 and Aberdeen 2002. Squad. Nope. I think you're missing this obvious one. You're H- just for- Hibs. Sorry, Hibs 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's played for two of your former clubs, Jackie. Scott Allen <laughs> I just said Scott Did you? I've heard you, sorry <laughs> Who did you play for down south? Wolves 
Fletcher. Oh, Lee Griffiths. Griffiths Lee Griffiths. Oh, Griffiths. And the most difficult one of all, Aberdeen, Aberdeen. two thousand and two. By the way, I think oh, he's. I think he's still going, or he was still going recently. Ross Anderson. No. Always looked a bit older than he was. I thought. No offence if, if you're listening. I'm going to have to give you position. Oh, give, give you. I think he's a fullback. K M. Thank you Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Special thanks to Jackie McNamara And as always big thanks to you for joining us We are back tomorrow with Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson